Welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from my house in Austin, Texas. Uh, joined by my co-host, Sally DeFree. Sally, how we doing? I'm doing great. I'm quarantined. We're podcasting in the time of coronavirus. I have Will sitting across from me at my kitchen island with Look- all the podcast equipment. <laughs> great. <laughs> looking very Weird. handsome is producer will yeah producer will you're filling in for dave uh just logistically it just worked out better since we're all recording from home so that that explains why will's here what's up will you know just trying to do my part uh <laughs> very excited to be here first time i've heard someone introduce sally as sally to freeze on a mail-in so it's pretty exciting stuff oh dude thanks for listening to the last oh i don't know four mail-ins i think i actually co-hosted one so it might not have been the first one that i've heard her say that Okay, fair. Uh, how are we doing, guys? How's how's uh, self quarantine treating you? You, uh, I mean, what are you doing? I'd be lying if I said that Sally and I weren't getting tired of each other. <laughs> Is that true, Sally? Um, you know, I'm still going to the hospital, and I do want to take a second to say what everyone else has said, but to thank our listeners for being good Samaritans and staying at home because we really do need people to do that. Um, so I am getting away. I'm getting out of the house, but I feel like because we're not doing any activities when I get home from work, that it's just, it is a lot of time with somebody that we just got married. We're like spending the most time ever with each other. It's really great. At this point, I don't know how long responsible people have been quarantining but are there still people getting out and about or at least trying to i saw that some people were at barton springs on the uh the public side like the free side you can still go there and, I, and th- people were meeting there and swimming and stuff but i think for the most part everyone's everyone's at home by now i hope so i think one of the biggest issues that like austin has run into obviously new york has run into is that people are still going out in public to take a walk. But so I like Austin did their stay at home order on Tuesday and you can still go outside, but people are going to the trail, Ladybird Lake trail, and there's still a lot of people. So it's hard to be six feet away from people. And yeah. a girlfriend of mine who lives in New York sent us a picture. Like she went to take a walk around the block. There's just a lot of people out. So you know, people need to get outside and get air, things like that. And it's really hard when you're in a bigger city. Um, so I, I hope no one's doing it purposefully. Right. But I think I think all of our listeners are good people. So I think that they're doing their <laughs> Yeah. So so Parks is here with me in the house. A lot my sister's here too. And I just he must have fallen or something. He was outside outside the door here crying, but I think he's okay. It stopped. Um, anyway, to your point, yeah, I, I just I, we just moved. So we're in a new house now, and um, we've we've gotten out a little bit. We've we've taken walks every day. This neighborhood is buzzing. People are everywhere, and granted, everyone has to stay home, so it's it's not like a typical Wednesday. Um, but man, there's so much activity in this neighborhood. People are jogging. Kids are riding their bikes. Uh, it's kind of wild out there, but it's a lit neighborhood. Parks loves it. I can't wait to see your place. Yeah, yeah I got to come. Well, in time, you will come see it, but give me time to set it up. But yeah, it's cool, man. We have a lot of space now. We're we're pretty excited about it. You're 
actually in a really good position because you've got a lot of time to set it up. Because I feel yeah. like we moved into our apartment and we didn't hang a picture for like a year. Yeah. You have time. We to didn't have a couch for like three months. So we just like sat on one single chair watching a big screen TV. It yeah, was I have, very depressing. I kind of powered through. I busted ass for like three days straight. I have pretty much everything in place at this point. I still have a few pictures to hang. And just things to put away, but for the most part, I'm 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 there. It's kind of kind of lit over so here. So we were going to wait until the housewarming party, but I think it's going to be a while before we can actually do that. Sally and I got you a present. It's a uh, level. <laughs> uh, on your phone, it's like an app. Actually, it no, but comes we got it, we got it engraved with Dorn. Just wow, Dorn. that was very thoughtful. I I need that because, as yeah, you know, I, yeah. Well, thank you guys. That's that's very thoughtful. All right. We have seven questions today, four of which are voicemails. But before we get in, into that, uh, the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L, 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mail-In Podcast. Anything else you guys wanted to get off your chest before we get started? No, my chest is clear. Let's do this. All right, let's jump right in. Will, if you don't mind, sir. All right, guys. Uh, I will start by saying that this question is long-winded. They were not tactical, so just bear with me. Uh, it, sa- it starts, hey, fam, how do I break up with a girl during quarantine? End of message. Wow. <laughs> end, end of question. Um, am I crazy for thinking this is the easiest time ever to break up with somebody? You have so many excuses that there aren't even excuses anymore. Like you can, You don't have to do it in person which is a nerve wracking, like the most nerve wracking part of breaking up with someone is having to like look into their eyes and crush them. So you could do it over the phone. You know what I mean? Um, and then you don't have to worry about seeing them out. And like, <laughs> yeah, that, that too. You're not going to run into them for a long time. So this is my only question for this person. Hopefully they're not like quarantined together, right? Like we had a listener that, updated us last week that he's like quarantined with his ex-girlfriend. I mean, those people. Oh are- my gosh. That poor, I forgot about that poor guy. Think about that. Um, so hopefully this guy who wrote in our girl, um, is not quarantined with their significant other. Cause otherwise I feel like you're right. I think it's a pretty easy thing to do. You literally can base it like on, uh, your state or like city ordinances that you have to not see them. Um, but I, at the same time for the person getting dumped, this is kind of also a shitty time. And I think there's some people who talk about this. I think we're going to talk about it later in the episode, but like if you get dumped or have just gone through a breakup and now you're quarantined, like all you have is time to think about it. And maybe that'll help you get over it. Cause like I said, you're not going to like see that person in public. But at the same time, like you also don't have the distraction to like go out and do stuff. And like all you have is like puzzles and food and Netflix. So it's kind of a relationship at this point. I mean, are you letting that are you are people letting their significant others come over? I feel like they are. Uh, They probably are, even though they shouldn't be. They probably are. So I think you just got to be like, hey, you know, through all this, I, I've just kind of realized that like there's there's just, you know, there's more Too important things in the world and like there's just a lot of risk and it's kind of made me reassess my priorities and uh, you're done. 
So imagine getting during quarantine. Is that the worst thing in the world? <laughs> it's not great. But ever since you mentioned the guy, the the poor bastard from a couple weeks ago, who was living with the girl that he had just broken up with or was breaking up with. Oh my gosh! Imagine like not only having to live with that person, but you can still get out and do your thing, or hang out with friends, or go exercise, or stay out of the house. Now you don't have an excuse to even leave the house. You're just stuck inside with this person that you broke up with recently until your lease right. expires. You know what? Props to him and his ex for still social distancing, regardless of the fact that they have to be quarantined together, well, having been broken up. Well, so we, we hope they are anyway. Um, also, you know, a lot of people are saying this is a hard time to start dating people because of, because of the quarantine people are looking to love is blind by Netflix to like guide them how to do this. I just want to say one thing. Will and I basically met this way. Like we met online, we FaceTimed and talked on the phone for like six weeks before we even met each other in person. If we did it and got married five years later, everyone else can do it too. Let okay? your freak flag flag fly on FaceTime. Do yeah, not try to hop on a FaceTime with someone. This shouldn't and slow anybody from anybody down from pursuing dating somebody. I mean, Just because you what? can't meet up with them in person, you can just still communi- stay in communication. And then when you know we're finally let out of our cages, to trick someone into falling in love with you, but like you have an opportunity while you're at home on FaceTime to like make the angles and the lighting do the best for you. You're trying to catch oh my God. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying you can make your, like when we would FaceTime in the beginning, Will, like there were certain positions that I would uh, assume. Yeah, same. So I, you I never saw my double point. chin. So like you just always thought that I had like a really chiseled jawline and like I my did, makeup looked think. perfect. Like you, you have that ability because of technology and then, you're at home for six weeks. Get on that Peloton. Do that yoga class. Get fit. Stop eating carbs like the rest of us. And then you can go out and meet the love of your life in person. Think of it this way. Think of it this way. This is the time that you can forge the emotional side of the relationship, exactly. which is usually the part that's the hardest to make work. And then like the physical you- side, that you know if you like somebody. You know if you think someone's pretty or hot or whatever you call guys that are good looking. Are all the catfishers out there just having like the best time of their lives? Cause like now when people are like, I want to meet you in person, they're like, well, we can't. It's quarantine. Like, are they just like thriving right now? Are chat rooms like coming back? Hey, is chat know. roulette still a thing? Is that? Yes, yes it is. I, is dude, it during, really? I went on it during an episode of Circling Back recently. I believe it was Circling Back. And the first thing I saw was somebody just trying to talk. And then the second thing I saw was a penis. They'll be in chat roulette. That is the Still. sketchiest website of all time. The worst. <laughs> the worst. But yeah, the the anticipation, like if you are building this, if you're in communication with someone for the first time, like at the start of this whole quarantine process, the anticipation when you finally do get to meet them after talking and, and you know, FaceTiming for who knows how long this is going to last. Kind of exciting, actually, for people who are just starting out. Yeah, and then yeah. you have this to look back on. Like, remember that we started talking during a quarantine, and it was a such a crazy time. Oh, it makes for a good story, I guess. Love in the time of coronavirus. Oh yeah, isn't that a movie? Love in, or a novel? Love in the time of cholera. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, one of my faves. Okay. Oh, the movie was better. Hey, Will, how excited are you to talk about Liquid IV? There's nothing I'm more excited about. Everyone knows that liquid IV is something that I feel very passionately about. It's something I use on a daily basis. It's something I used on my Peloton ride today. 
And what a lot of people don't realize is that during this time of quarantine, you know, your schedule is completely off. And what that means is that you're not going to be doing things that you're used to doing. You're not used to going to the water cooler, filling up your glass. Now, now more than ever, it's time to fix that dehydration. You know, one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Plus, you so get the I, added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. I've you started running. I've started right running now. a lot since since we I've been you know quarantined. Liquid IV every day after my run gets me back in the game. Also, it's gonna do a better job than like your sports energy drinks or your sports drinks. I'm not going to name names. Don't name names. But also you can have it shipped to your house. You don't have to go to the grocery store and Perfect. get these orange drinks. You can just make one yourself that's better and more effective. You know, they've also donated 2 million servings to date in places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico, and Nepal. But you didn't know that. You I love to hear that. With each purchase you make, Liquid IV donates a serving to someone in need around the world. Do good, feel good. What's not to love? Right now, you guys know the mail-in listeners can get a little deal? You guys win. Yeah. Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use mail-in. Use code mail-in at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order with Liquid IV's website. Go to Just go to liquidiv.com and enter promo code mail-in to save 25% off and get better hydration. That's liquidiv.com, promo code mail-in. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Thank you, Will. Let's do a voicemail. Yep. Should we do a voicemail? We should. All right. Sub Dorn Sally, maybe. Uh Dave. Uh yeah. Shouts to Sally for uh being busy in this time. Uh keep up the good work. Uh but yeah, so I have a quick question. Uh I started kind of seeing this girl before the quarantine all started, got together a few times, uh and last time I saw her, she said some sort of relationship type stuff like she was telling me about her past relationships and told me she was into me type stuff uh but then quarantine starts and uh about a week into it i get a snapchat of a nude from her and she texts me just freaking out like oh my gosh oh god no like didn't mean to send that to you uh so i guess my question is what the fuck uh do i like i i asked her what it was and she said it was meant for somebody else but I don't know. I feel like she was kind of leading me on there. Uh, yeah, just want any thoughts y'all got. If I should maybe try and keep see what's going on with this girl, or just cut it off. Uh, thanks. Bye. All right. So I think one of two things happened here. Two possibilities. The first possibility is she really did mean to send it to someone else, and she was being honest, and she's talking to more than just you. That's very possible. The other possibility, I think, is she intentionally sent it to you, but didn't want to seem like the kind of girl who would send you a, a nude unsolicitedly, and but still wanted you to see the nude. So the second possibility, if that's true, is so weird because then she said it was meant for someone else, so she also wants you to think that she's texting nudes to other people? Well, she could have, she could have been sending it to a friend like, Hey, ha, you know, I've been working out during quarantine, check out my bot or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. girls do. Please so message aggressive. me if you send nudes to just your friends. But I if you, people. you don't want to be in the circling back group text because it's straight nudes all the time. But Sally, if you, I'm not saying you were the kind of person that would ever send a nude, but if you were to send a nude accidentally to a guy, 
would you own up to it and be like, man, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that? Or would you just act like, yeah. act like you meant to send it to that person as to not confuse them or make them seem like you are talking to other guys? No you know pressure. I mean? Okay, so if she sent it and it was meant for someone else, but you she to, wanted, she to pretend like it was on purpose. Or you you say like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I feel stupid for sending that. Like you don't. I if she wanted to, if she meant to send it to somebody else, and she was trying to cover up that she was sending it to somebody else. I feel like you just feign remorse for sending it. But she she said it was meant for someone else. So but what excuse? What other excuse could you make? You don't like you sent a nude. So I she she There's said no it was meant excuse. for someone else. And I think either side here, like either she was trying to send it to someone else or she is kind of an idiot. I just think why hang around for this girl if she's sending nudes to other people? Yeah, if she is sending nudes to other people while talking to you, then yeah, I, I would probably cut it off right there. I mean, it's it's not like y'all were together and she did it, but problem with it, then that's fine. But it sounds like he's not super comfortable with this girl he started kind of seeing sending nudes to other people. I'm I'm still I'm leaning towards scenario B, and I think that she abs- she knows what she's doing. And this guy, the intended recipient, got the nude, and she was just trying to play it off like she's not the type of person to send a nude to a guy without it. You know. I, I get where you're coming from with that, and I think that if that is true, that is the dumbest play I've ever heard. Because I I think it's better to feign like oh I. I'm embarrassed. I shouldn't have sent a nude. Then like, Oh, I'm sending this to other people. I got, I guess if she's trying to be like, look at me, I'm talking to other people, but don't you run the risk of that backfiring and him being like, yeah, no, I mean, from a guy's perspective, from a single guy's perspective, I'm just, I'm going back in time. If you're that guy, yes, you are. I feel like you are a little slighted that she was sending it to somebody else, but at the same time, you also are intrigued. You're like, okay, okay. Like okay. she's hot. I'm liking it. Yeah. And I'm, I think it would draw a lot of guys in more than it would push them away. I think guys could get over the fact like, Hey, all right, screw that guy. But okay. I would absolutely follow up that question with, okay, well like who are you talk? I mean, not who are you talking to, but so you're talking to other guys then like, obviously. Right. And you kind of feel like, like fill out like where you stand um, in the well, running. To, either you know, way way even if it's scenario b like if you're not okay with her sending nudes to other guys at with where you're at in your relationship then like i feel like you should end it either way because either she is talking to other guys and you don't want her to be or she's just gonna play games with you and you don't want that either so yeah, true i think you just she might, she might be crazy and if, you, if she's sending if she's yeah. sending nudes to a guy who's not you then clearly She's more into this guy at this point yeah. than she is to you because you haven't gotten nudes at the, to this point. So, well, he did get one nude. It was just unintentional. It was an unintentional. Well, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you probably I, need to move on either way, though. Like you said, that's probably the smart play here. Yeah, I think I think you move on. My personal opinion, but yeah. Let's do the next one, Will. All right, let's do it. Unpopular opinion. After a few dates, I'd rather get I'd rather ghost or get ghosted. Hear me out. One, feelings that aren't reciprocated suck no matter what. Two, the quote, thanks but not for me, end quote, doesn't feel any better. And it's not like any and it's not any more genuine. And three, 
I'd rather you just not respond than continue the conversation hoping I, quote, get the hint. You guys have said ghosting is trash in the past, and I'm here to disagree. Thoughts? Yeah, this does nothing to persuade me the other way. Ghosting is trash. Um, there's still ghosting. It just it just leaves people wondering, like, what the hell happened? I mean, obviously, if someone ghosts you, they're, they're no longer interested in you. But just to have the confirmation that, like, okay, thank you for telling me you're not interested in me anymore. I can start to put you out of my mind and move on. It's just trash to me. I don't know. Especially if, if you meet someone, if, if you ever do a face-to-face, like if you're just talking to texting with someone for the first time and you ghost them after a couple of days, that's there's no harm in that, I don't think. That's not a big deal. Once there's a face-to-face involved, you got to do it the right way. I don't know. What do you think about it, Sally? I totally agree. I always stand behind ghosting is trash. I yeah. guess I can see this guy's opinion saying like he would rather not like rub salt in the wound. Maybe like he would rather just move on for me. Like I need the closure. I would rather you tell me like I'm not interested than me wonder for like, you know, three weeks or like, can you imagine if you got ghosted in the quarantine and then you're like, is this just because like we're social distancing and like (laughs) a lot of confusion. I, you know, I, I think from girls or maybe it's just my personality type but i would like to know rather than like waste time trying to figure out like where his head's at and like what happened and what i did wrong you know like i would rather hear someone's just not feeling it than me sit around you know like 25 year old me getting ghosted would be like well maybe like i'll see him out tonight like that'll change things like probably i could no offense but i could see you being absolutely psychotic if a guy ghosted you yeah no, being ghosted is like the you worst. Would, you would like go like drive by his house and like okay. throw us no, throw a that is, penny at his be, window. Being ghosted yeah. sucks. It's like, am I not even worth an explanation? You've been ghosted. I've been ghosted. Yeah, I've been ghosted. I had I'm one like, girl. I had one girl in my life. Try, like, I feel like she was trying to ghost me, and I I refused to let it happen. I I have I have been ghosted successfully only once, and I've refused to let like one other person ghost me. Yeah, Same the, situation. I was like, no, too when bad it was for you. To You're going to keep just, running into me. I just straight up said to her, I was like, you got to tell me right now. Am, am I like putting my emotions somewhere I put, shouldn't be putting them? And she was like, yes, I think we're better off as friends. And I was like, perfect. Thank you for letting me know. It's I can all rest text. It's all right. text. I'm so happy. But I forced her to do it. Like I had to, I had to really press the issue and be like, can you please just tell me it's driving me insane. And it's not a big deal. Now that you mentioned that, I I finally got this person, uh, the person who ghosts me, on the phone like a couple weeks later, and I was like, "So what the fuck?" And I I got pretty much exactly the response that you just mentioned, and yeah. uh, that that's all I needed. I get, and, I understand why people do it. Like people are scared of confrontation. I understand, yeah. but they and they're just a little selfish emotionally. Back to this emailer's point. So he or she is saying that it's it's their personal opinion that ghosting is the way to go. Okay, I understand that, but the person you are ghosting is probably not going to feel the same way you do. So right. while you think, you know, that it's okay to to ghost somebody, they're going to be offended by it, and it's going to be confusing for them. And you, yeah, you can't assume that they agree with you on this because most people do not agree. Right, and almost everybody. Maybe it feels shittier at the time, like immediately to be told, like, "Hey, I'm not feeling it." But it definitely feels shittier way down the line when you're like still wondering three weeks later, like, so 
He just like went on that trip and like never talked to me again. He went into that quarantine and we're just done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Want to do a voicemail? Let's do it. Dude, let's do a voicemail. Here you go. Hey, guys. Uh, I got a pretty tough one here for you. Need some help. Need some advice. My buddy was uh, dating this girl for seven years and got engaged last year. And we're to be married in August, coming up later this year. Uh, he's a nurse. Um, he goes to work, comes home, finds all of her stuff cleared out of their apartment. She took the dog, took the bed. Um, and so now, obviously, engagement off. Um, and she told him that she's not going to contact him until she's ready. So I'm wondering how do we, as his boys, help him through this? You know, I mean, it's got to be tough on him, but we don't really know what to tell him because hell, none of us have gone through something like this. So anyway, just would appreciate your thoughts on this uh, situation. Uh, thanks. This All is right. a rough one. This is rough. Unless there's a huge missing piece to the puzzle here. If there's a huge key detail he's leaving out, like maybe he cheated on her, for example, then this is one of the shittiest things you can do to somebody. Talk about worse Agreed. than ghosting. I mean, they live together, obviously. So to come home and your bed is gone, a lot of your shit's gone, your dog is gone, and you're supposed to be marrying this person. Like You, can't, you couldn't properly break up with someone and, and sort out the, the separation details you're gonna have to spring it on him like that by by moving your shit out while he's at work what the fuck is that that this is like the most cowardly act i agree like unless there's something that we don't know which would even give some sort of semblance of an excuse for this behavior which i doubt there is like this is so shitty even if he did cheat on her um, and there, I'm not, obviously that's a very wrong thing to do, but even so you still, pr- you still at least have to break up with them the proper way. Like, look, I can't get over it. I'm moving on. I'm getting my shit where I'm, I'm getting out of here, but to spring it on someone like this. It's so it's, it's messed up on so many levels, but it wasn't part of the question. What, what does this squad do in order to, yeah, like- I know we'll, we'll get to that. I'm just saying like, never. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you just put a hit out on her? Uh, thing I mean, something that would help me out in this situation is like the breakup's gonna suck, obviously. But you know, you're one you kind of learn her true colors and learn that she's the kind of person who could do something like this. In a way, it could help you kind of get over her. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Here's an actual like logistical tip I have. Some of his stuff is gone, like maybe. And your friends, you and your friends, like, help him get new shit for his apartment. Like, that's already, it already sucks being broken up with. Then you come back and, like, your bed is gone and you have no dog. Like, what the hell? I think you kidnapped the dog. I think you have to do like you blonde and kidnap the dog. Yeah. I think that is the one. I'm not big on abductions. But if someone takes your dog, you have the right to at least explore the opportunity. And it double sucks that we're in a self-quarantine right now. So you can't take your boy out to the club and, and, you know, pop bottles with them and stuff. And like, you know, go hit on chicks at the bar. Like you can't do that. So yeah, you got to FaceTime with him every night. You okay. got to FaceTime. Oh, this sucks. I don't know. You, you got to FaceTime with him. But I, I'm literally being serious when I say like, maybe be like, hey, I'm going to send you some, like maybe he needs a pot or a pan or an edible arrangement. 
no, but like maybe he like legitimately needs like a pillow. Like if you want to like materialistically give him something, give him something he got stolen from him. Do you like, le- do you let him quarantine at your place? But yeah, I mean maybe. Maybe. Like, well, he's a nurse, so he's probably being exposed to it, so you run that risk. But yeah, you probably Did- invite him over to hang out with you and like be your quarantine buddy since his house is very empty. Get creative and find a way to to help him have some kind of fun. Because this this is a, this is like the shittiest time ever for this to happen to him. Obviously, you can't. You got, you're stuck in your home. You're like you have nothing but your thoughts. She doesn't want even want to be in contact with him. Drop off like I don't know a handle of of, of liquor on his doorstep or something, and maybe get him a, a PlayStation. I don't know. He's got to he's got to have fun. He's got to do something to keep his mind off of this shit because he's gonna go crazy stuck in his empty apartment with no fiance, no dog, no bed. This is terrible. I, poor guy. I want to do something for this guy. Yeah, he, he needs to download a dating app immediately. Yeah, yeah, that that'll be and honestly, that's just a great distraction. If for nothing, if for nothing more than let it be a distraction for you. I yeah. mean, turn him on to the podcast, maybe help him out there. Yeah, yeah, have him subscribe to some podcasts. Point him uh, to that that work. very cool uh, guide that Will put together on our Instagram, and that's a good place for him to get started. There you go. Exactly. Brett did get I, comments for that guide. That was a little self-serving on our part, but. He does need a good distraction. So podcast. he needs a, he needs he needs to be distracted. Drop off like a like a, some books and I don't know, just something to keep his mind busy. That he goes looks, for everyone during the quarantine time. Thanks, Rosie. And then you show up with a bunch of books. I'm gonna be very <laughs> upset. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, egregious. Like that's the shittiest thing you could possibly do. Taking a dog from somebody is the shittiest thing you could do. Tell your friend that I will go on a legally blonde style rescue mission to get the dog back. We're taking the dog, dumbass. Remember uh, that? I've never seen it. Wow. Okay, we're watching it tonight. What uh, movie? Legally blonde. Hello. Mm, I'm not going to like it, Will. Paulette, loser dog to her stupid ex husband. And she and Elle Woods go get it. Okay, this is not a movie podcast. So. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to get too much into that. Not going to break down Legally Blonde. I feel so bad for this guy. I am bummed out. This is just terrible. Shame on her. You know what? One day you'll look back and realize that you dodged a huge bullet with this one. Yeah. Better now this, than after wedding. Yeah. This is this happened for a reason, and you'll figure it out. You'll you'll see. The fact that there was a wedding too is wild because that's so many logistical things that you have to cancel that like really both of you have to be in on. So like, what was her thought process? Like, I'm just going to leave and never talk to him again, but we have all of these like intertwined friends and things that we have to do for this. We're going to cancel. The wedding was planned for August, which is the same month you you guys originally plan your wedding for. So you know that like a lot of the planning, the planning for these people have already, a lot of it's already, in the books, you know? Right. So now they're going to cancel stuff. Yeah. Presumably under the excuse of COVID, maybe. Took his dog? Come on. A fiance, Wait. too. Not just a girlfriend. Not just yeah. like a, like a fiance. I need this caller to follow up with us and let us know what. Need the update. Got to get that ring back. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Shit. This guy got fucked. <laughs> All right. Let's do the next one. Voicemail. Hey, what's up, mailing crew? Um, this is JD from South Carolina. So, Dylan, I just listened to your podcast with Lauren, uh, Beyond the Teeth, and you were going after people with initials, like go by their initials. 
is my name JD, but my first name is John David. I'm 25, going to the professional world. Should I start going by John David now? Uh, everybody calls me JD, so you kind of got me feeling self-conscious over here. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, first of all, thanks for listening to uh, to Lauren's podcast, Beyond the Tees. Appreciate the support, the, uh, support there. Um, yeah, so I know you guys probably didn't listen to it, but on on that podcast, she was making fun of me over the the name DJ, which of course I hate. Dude, and, dude. Yeah, and so we talked about that a little bit, and so I just talked about how you know once you turn like I don't know thirteen, you got to drop the. AJ, DJ, BJ, JJ, whatever you go by, and just go by your actual name because it just sounds more grown up and someone I want to take more seriously than if they go by, you know, JJ, for example. I am going to disagree with you on this. Really? Okay. Um, I think the change of name going into the professional world is doable, but I also think it's kind you think it's of- too late. It, when you know the person, like, I feel like I had friends do this, like when we came out of college and they got jobs and like, they started going by, like they were going by their middle name, but then decided to start going by their first name. That was like a little more regal sounding. And it's like, now we all know you and you want us to like call you something different. It's also like when people like, it would be super weird if Will's sister Betsy was like, no, call me Elizabeth. I want to be Liz now. Um, okay, like, why? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I think a name change for me is always a little more difficult. I'm having trouble even like with the fact that I have yet to actually change my last name, but like going by a new last name because you are so used to like being that name for so much of your life. In 25 years going by JD, like, I don't know. JD is not as like, Egregious as some other ones, I feel like. like PJ. PJ. <laughs> PJ does not sound so, as professional. So you think it's it's too late in life to to pull this move, you're saying? Just because he's going into the business world, it's not a good enough excuse because it's too late. If he if he had if he did it when he was 13, how would you guys acceptable, right? How would what? you guys compromise and just went by John? Um, maybe better. I, I also like have a categorical problem with people who go by like first and middle name, unless you're like a double name already, like a Mary Catherine. I feel better about people that I feel this is maybe this is sexist. I'm much more okay with calling women by the two names than guys. Yeah. This guy says his first name is John David. Yeah. Yeah. Like his whole first name. There was a guy in our high school named John David and people called him John David, but it's a mouthful. There was a guy who used to be a quarterback for USC. To John John. Booty. You know, like that's that's an even bigger jump because you're going from initials to like a double name. That's that's kind of more of a jump to me. I forgot about John David Booty. Yeah, remember that guy? Oh yeah. I don't know. I just I'm just more in I, I'm probably take a harder stance than pretty much everyone when it comes to this topic, but um I just I, I more inclined to take you seriously if you, you don't go by your initials as a grown man. I don't know. I totally get that. And actually we, Will and I have talked to our friend, Matt, who used to do recruiting and stuff. And he was like, it's so easy to judge someone on their resume based on what their name is. Just like people judge you on what your email is. It's like, you know, well, if you're, if you're looking at resumes and someone's name comes across your desk and it's like some kind of like, like, yeah, like JD, I'm, I I think of a kid, I think of a little kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
have a big but problem with JD. But if I see John, I'm like, all right, we got John. I don't like have a big JD, though. I don't know why. Maybe because I know a JD. Like I think I'm going to pivot, actually, to WF. <laughs> Once you write a book, you got to do it, what Ross did with WR Bowling. WF, but yeah. like, I'm, I'm not going to let someone named JJ handle my books, you know? It's just not going to happen. James, yeah. I sure. I, I don't have a problem with this. I think it, it's weirder when you pivot, but maybe that's only when I've been friends with the person. Like, if you're starting a job and like professionally you want to be known as that and like nobody that you interact with professionally knows you as JD, then like that's probably not a problem. It's just weird when like you leave college or, or even I had, I knew people who did this when they entered college, like wanted to start going by William for to lose the second. Like you're like, chill out, dude. Like we, okay, just go by will. Yeah. We don't go by William Fritz. And so if that's what you want to do, like professionally, just be aware that some of your friends might be a little confused. Look, because you're, because you're pulling this move so late in your life, um, the, the transitional phase is going to be tough. Like can, like everyone that you come across for the first time, you, it's like, Hey, by the way, uh, I'm dropped. I dropped the JD and now I'm, I'm John David. It's going to be a, a tough transition. Is there a good time to transition? Yeah. When you're 13, but, uh, 12. but when you're 13 or 12, you think like, you think your 13 year old D bag friends are like, Oh, okay. I want to start calling you John David. Honestly, part of me is like, it's when you'd make a big life transition. So this guy's got a good idea, like either do it from high school to college, college to the real world, like going into the professional world. You've got to do it at a time of transition. You're right. So that that, that's a good call. I think um, yeah, I used to go to school with a guy named Robbie and he, he dropped the B and just went by Rob, I think. And this yeah. was, I think, right before he started high school. And it was actually a pretty, a pretty suave move by him. It worked out pretty well because you can't, you can't go by Robbie as a grown man. I, I no. see. I actually agree more about that. Like Robbie, like Willie, Scotty, like, like that. Then, then I would like a JD. I don't care about that as much as I, I'm like, just maybe drop the E sound. I will yeah. say this for for JD. Um, it's much better than if it were the other way around. Like DJ, I, anything that ends with a J, it just sounds so, I don't know, yeah, childish childish great. to me. Like a snot-nosed punk who like who tattletales on his friend. That's what I think of when I think of a, a DJ or an I don't AJ. Know. This, doesn't, this doesn't bother me that much. But yeah. if you want to do it. I love that Dylan hates it. Like I hate it so much. That Dylan hates people that go by initials. I'm offending so many people out there, and I really am sorry. I'm not meaning to, but it's just it's just how I feel. And don't call me JJ. I'm, I'm sorry, DJ. Um, you're gonna get blocked. DC. I will say this. My middle name is Joseph, by the way. That's that's oh. how it started. I will say this. I thought it was Janet. <laughs> Stop. Some of our listeners, some of us, like our friends, etc are starting to have kids, it's a very important time to consider what you're naming your kid and how they spell it because you have to think about how it, they will get bullied, how it will come off to the rest of the world, how annoying it will be to spell something like that. How You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, even worse than using initials like this is common names spelled in uncommon ways. Stupid. I, 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 I uh, can't. Had not or had Sally not decided to go Sally Jung to freeze, her initials would have spelled out sad, which would not have felt. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and by the way, I do know that my name is spelled the second most common way. 
but it, it's still a fairly fairly common spelling of the name Dylan. So I get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Joe Exotic, his boy, his uh, husband's name is Dylan. So. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a honk. Yeah, wow. he's an absolute honk. Joe Exotic, man, that guy. That's... Anyway, okay. Let's hear the next voicemail. You want this final voicemail? Let's do it. We do have a question after, so don't just turn it off after the voicemail. Okay. Hey guys, uh, this is Alex from St. Pete, Florida, calling. Um, just calling because uh, I need some advice. This coronavirus is really kind of taking its toll, and I just got furloughed today. So I want to call you guys and kind of pick your brain about your thoughts about how you kind of picked up the pieces after you left uh, Grand X, and um, I don't know what I should do. Like, should I kind of try and keep keep uh, the good faith with the employer that I'm with, or should I just kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, have a bad attitude like I've been having. It's hard. It's hard to uh, think about the clear thing to do right now. Just ask for some help. Thanks. Bye. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but a furlough and the, kind of the sh- a shitty thing about being furloughed is obviously you're not getting let go. You're just you're basically just putting a pause on your your paychecks, right? And you don't come into work. So you can't, you can't fall for unemployment, right? I think that that is also correct. You're in limbo. Isn't that kind of shitty? Yeah. Yeah. It's better than losing your job. You at least know that you have to come back to. It is. It is. But you can get fired at any point too. They're just, they're just being, they're basically just saying that we're not going to pay you for a while. Well, I, I think the point of furloughing and maybe not every person or employee employer abides by this, but I think it's kind of a good, like you said, it's a good faith. Like you're going to have a job because otherwise they would have already laid you off. You know, like I think right now, especially it's already so difficult for businesses that like they wouldn't keep you around if they hopefully, didn't think we'll need you in the future. Um, now that we mentioned, I do think there's a, the stimulus package that was just passed stimulus bill. I do think there's language in there for people that were furloughed. Yeah. I think they do collect some form of like temporary unemployment or something during this whole situation. Yeah. Um, it sucks. Um, one of the reasons I played this call is because it's obviously a very, very relatable topic right now. And just whoever's listening out there, just to get an idea of just how how many people are going through the same thing you're going through, and that that could be helpful in, in its own right. I'm not sure. Hopefully, it is. Um, but it's just the kind of thing that we're like so many people are going through at the same time. That I mean, try to take comfort in that, and it's not just you that has gotten unlucky to find it. You know, yourself out of work for the time being. It's just a shitty situation that it's gonna it's affecting millions and millions of people. Right. I um have probably said this before, but when Will left and y'all started Watch Media, I was very apprehensive because I am type A and I like job security and I like having a backup plan and like a you know some sort of 
plan for the future and doing something unknown was a little scary to me. And it thankfully will is a lot more forward thinking than I am and took the chance and it definitely paid off. Um, so if, if I wish I would have stayed, <laughs> if you're that type of person and you are not afraid of the unknown and have some sort of idea or think that you have a passion that's not your job or, you know, something else you want to do. This is a great time to do that. That's, like, that's a good point. You more than ever have unlimited time ahead of you to like build what you want to build, make what you want to make, create something. And if you're that type of person, then I think that you should take this as an opportunity to like seize the day. Yeah, that's a good call. And for people who are furloughed and if, if whatever you want to work on, if it doesn't work out, you have your job to fall back on whenever the furlough is over. Right. Yeah, it's a weird situation. Like, I mean, I've never experienced this, so I don't have any good advice for it. But if there's ever a time to like take one of your passions or a hobby that you've wanted to get into and like try to make it into something that you can do, even if just as a sidekick. Like now's the time to perfect that because yeah, you do have something to fall back on. It's not like you're wasting time by working on a passion that might not pan out. Like it's not like you should be applying for jobs or anything like that. Honestly, applying for jobs right now might be a bigger waste of time than anything. So like at least you have something to fall back on. It might be a really good time to start doing a hobby. Like if you like woodworking or like something like that, like just, just doing it and try to perfect it and think of a strategy where you could work for yourself. Like it, it's, this is the time to do that. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. But again, like so many people are in the same spot that you are. So try to take comfort in that. I think that might help in some way. Yeah. All right, guys, we have one question left. One more. It's a heater. Let's hear it. Hey, Sally, Dylan, and Dave. The hot girl, and that's in quotes and capitalized at work, just left my company Obviously, I saw this as the perfect time to finally shoot my shot. I found out from one of her friends at the company that she's into me, and obviously, I'm into her. We've been casually talking since the day she left, wasted no time here, and I'd like to ask her out, but with social distancing in full swing, this has turned out to be terrible timing. Any quarantine date ideas? Do I wait until this all plays out and just hope that I still get my chance? What's the play? Thanks. Love you guys. Do not wait. Don't wait. Yeah, don't wait. I know we already touched on dating not only this week, but the week week before. Um, but we have had so many questions just like this. So I figured might as well throw in another one. Um, yeah, do not wait. Um, I, some people are probably trying to do like virtual dates where you, I don't know, you FaceTime over dinner or something. I wouldn't do that as, until you're like comfortable enough with somebody. May, maybe y'all disagree with me. I don't know. It seems a little corny and hokey to me. But um, just talk about all the things you can do once the quarantine's lifted. Right. I mean, yeah. First of all, don't wait because you don't know if somebody else is going to like slide. No one else is waiting. You know, so yeah, there might be DMs are popping right now. You know, they are exactly. You got to shoot your shot now. And if it doesn't work out because you weren't able to see each other in person, that's one thing. But like, you don't want it to not work out because you waited for six weeks till you could see her in person. And she found someone else in the meantime. Um, I said this earlier. Will and I texted for about a week before we FaceTime for the first time. Took a little liquid courage. So just let it progress how it would naturally. Like text her like you would. And then when you feel like, 
oh, I would have asked her on a date, like randomly FaceTime her on a Thursday night. No, She's no, definitely no, no, not no, no. doing Sally, anything else. Sally, bad advice. Bad advice. I'm sorry. Don't randomly FaceTime her. So no, no. Randomly FaceTime pull, back the, pull back the curtain. Sally randomly tried to FaceTime me when I had a couple friends over. And he denied it. And I was like, uh, no. Like, I'm not just going to hop on a FaceTime with this girl I've never FaceTimed with. Like, I need to build up the confidence. We need to Sally, schedule it. so aggressive. I immediately made two very strong cocktails and kicked the two people I was hanging out with out. And I was like, all right, I got I to gotta FaceTime this girl that I've been talking to. And uh, they understood. And uh, it was it, yeah, but we you know FaceTimed what? for four you, hours that night. You wouldn't have FaceTimed had I not made the first move. I know, but but doing it out of the blue, no offense, Sally. It came off a little crazy. Like that's, that's unhinged stuff. You can't just, I don't even like it when like, if Dylan FaceTime me one day randomly, I'd be like, what the hell is Dylan doing? I love randomly And Dylan and I talk people. all day, every day. So it's like, I don't know. You can't be randomly FaceTiming. That's like, that's okay. That's a red flag. Well then I don't, I don't completely agree with that. I mean, if, if I was talking to a girl for the first time and she randomly FaceTime me, it, it would, it would be a startling for sure, but it's also pretty bold. And I appreciate that. I, I don't know if I would answer. I might be like, did yeah, you, you just FaceTime me over text? But I do respect how bold that is. Yeah. I would never do it. I think about this now, and I still would do it the exact same, probably. Or well, definitely. you were already hammered when you did it. so That's true. But I also think they probably aren't going to answer. You know, I do think FaceTime better than talking on the phone but it's totally your preference like just now so that you can like get used to the way that the person talks and their mannerisms and stuff. Cause it is weird hanging out with somebody that you've gotten to know over six weeks without ever seeing them in person. Remind me how long you guys spoke for like before you met in person, before we met in person, how many six weeks? Really? Okay. Like from uh, maybe seven from like, First Twitter DMs to meeting in person. That, that's about how long I think the rest of this quarantine is it's going to last. It's about six so, more weeks. If that's you want a timeline of the <laughs> measuring stick to see what your relationship is progressing like, Will and I would text for like at a rapid quick fire. That was the other thing. Like, there's not really time to play games because listen, like, if you're like, I can't respond to her text immediately so I don't sound desperate. Guess what? She knows that you're sitting at your house doing nothing. You're not doing out with nothing. friends. Like I say, I think a lot of the reason that Will and I clicked so immediately is because both of us, for some reason, decided to like give up playing the game. We just like, we, we decided like, okay, when he texts me, I'm going to text back. Like we're just going to keep this conversation going until one of us wants to go to sleep or stop talking or whatever. And we were just honest with each other. And I think more than anything right now, that's what people need. So like, don't be the person who's like, oh, okay. She texted me. I'm going to wait two hours and then I'm going to say something back. Cause that I think is. For, for me, pointless. it was like, I didn't have like, because I wasn't physically around you. I could like hide the shitty parts about myself <laughs> and then like lure you in. And then once I had you, I was like, all right, now, I can, now I can kind of it. Like, that's what I'm saying. It, then you FaceTime, you can make those angles work for you. You can really. Yeah. Use that lighting to your advantage. But listen, you, uh, like I said about the job thing, you're in a position like no other that we've ever seen in our entire lives. If you can't seize the moment right now, when are you going to do it? And like, 
what are the repercussions if something doesn't come out of it? Like you barely know her. Yeah. I feel Take the, the time same to somebody dating now. Like plan yeah. like a, a bet, like a sick ass date for when y'all can finally get out in public. Like just talk about that and get excited about like when you will, you know, finally get to meet up with each other for the first time and, and, and hit the town together. And uh, also what a great, you can have fun. You can have fun with this if you play it right. Yeah. And like during all this time where you're getting to know someone, you actually truly get to know them because you have limitless amount of time to like figure out what their, you know, favorite. Like Will and I used to ask each other the stupidest questions. Like, were you a Velveeta or a Kraft mac and cheese person? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, classic first date <laughs> questions. Why? Like that's, like yeah. every first date question you could ever ask. Like we knew every single thing about each other before. we. Yeah. Met. It was a great yeah. bait for starting a relationship on because it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to get drunk and meet this girl at a bar, make right. out with her. And then the next morning, leave her place hung over and then not talk to her till the next night when I go out again. Like we had a complete emotional basis to base things off of when we started our relationship. And I don't know, but like, I think it helped us in the long run because we had that. We It, it didn't start out physical. It started out a lot more emotional. Yeah. I think six weeks is about how long Orna and I spoke for before actually meeting up for the first time. Yeah. Dude, so are we six weeks. We weren't even, yeah, we weren't even, uh, you know, quarantine. This is, that's kind of a, I don't want to say a standard time frame, but it's, it's not obviously that abnormal to talk to someone for that long before actually getting to meet up with them. So, uh, you're fine. Have fun with it. Dude, the yeah. fact that th- this is such a win for this guy, the fact that she quit and he can finally shoot a shot and that she is yeah. actually interested, yeah. like this is great for him. He does yeah. not need not look at this in a negative light. He needs to seize the moment and have some fun. For Man, sure. What a, that, you know, he was so he was so hyped when he find out, found out that she quit that job. Like, oh, oh that finally. Being able to send that text must have been so oh. awesome. Hey, uh, I heard you're no longer with the company, huh? What's up? Well, guys, we're finished. Unless right. you have a bonus question. Anybody have a bonus question? What's for dinner? Oh. Oh, well, my my sister and brother-in-law are here, and we're making homemade pizza tonight. Ooh. Is, are you using Brett's pizza stone? Uh, no, because I don't have a, a pizza stone from Brett. So no. What's going to be on these pizzas? I don't, I don't know yet, actually. Haley, my sister. I'm pretty jealous right now. What are we yeah, doing? This should be a lituation. I'm excited. This is like not even just a bonus question. I'm actually asking, well, what is for dinner? Yeah, this is just <laughs> you know what I want for dinner. It might be chilly night in Austin, Texas. If y'all want my smoothie recipe, I can I can share that with y'all. Uh, I, smoothie doesn't sound terrible, if I'm being honest. I might have a bowl of cereal, to be honest. I might have like three bowls of cereal. Yeah. If there's ever a time that you can have cereal for dinner, it's quarantine time. There are no rules right now, really. Have so many. We've never bought cereal in this apartment before. We have. Like, we have bought at least five boxes since the quarantine started, like a week. We're like we're just eating all the non-perishable food at it's this the point. Best. It's the best. <laughs> uh, and drinking, um, I've just applied to airport rules. Like you, it's like time doesn't matter in an airport. Time does not you matter. Can, you can have a beer at ten a.m. and it's like, oh yeah, it's pretty I normal. I have a beer during circling back tomorrow. We'll see. I have yeah. one during the podcast. It was delightful. Yeah, I, I saw that. Well, we started at like 4.30. So. All, All right. Guys. Did you all have fun? I Always. had a great time. Everyone stay safe. We love you. We do. We really do. Will, thanks for helping out today, buddy. Always. Hey, let's let's talk tomorrow on, uh, on Circling Back, man. Let's link and build.
Right. Slink and Bill. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Okay. Bye.